Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Caroline Slater. And I'm her brother Sean. And today we are talking about Minute 58. It begins with Kingpin's wife and son driving away and ends a minute later with the page turning to see the Hudson Valley bus. What did you title this minute? Okay, it's kind of two titles, but it felt appropriate. So I've titled this, Why the Collider? slash antagonist motivation yeah I, I i'm glad that we finally get like concrete motivation on why kingpin is doing this and like what the whole deal with the motive uh <laughs> what the whole deal with the motivator is no not the motivator, <laughs> but, um he doesn't have one of those um yeah, you know. the, the deal with the collider is mm-hmm. um and it's, yeah. it's a very like I don't know if relatable is the right word. It's relatable. It, it, it humanizes him. It's at least a relatable motive, like feeling. Yeah. Don't know if everyone would be like, well, yes, I'd totally do that. But be like, oh, okay, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Let's talk about the ending of this flashback. <laughs> or, like, I guess it's a flashback slash memory. Yeah, it's a flashback. Um, it's the way they stylize it. It, yeah. It's very memory-ish as opposed to a flashback i just want to say this movie does not pull punches like at all when it comes to these deaths yeah like the car like, like oh my gosh gets actual like it gets damaged we even see though... <laughs> the truck hit the car yeah but like like it's not like you see headlights and it gets away no we see it get hit and it start tumbling and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> and it it <laughs> The car, like, gets squished and whatnot. It's only on screen for, like, a f- again, like, it's one of those things where they only have it on screen for, like, a frame or two. Mm-hmm. But the the hood gets crumpled. The glass shatters. Um, it, it, it They either simulated or drew the damage to the car that was caused by the truck. Yes. Uh, and it goes flying. <laughs> yeah, no, that thing flies. Like, you don't see anything super graphic. Like, you don't see any blood or stuff. Like, very similar to uh, Peter when he got crushed. Like, you don't yeah. see anything super graphic, but it's very graphic. Yeah, and again, they, like, they hide the the graphic parts of it, like, what would be the really, really graphics parts really well, where it, it doesn't feel like they're deliberately trying to hide it. It just feels like, oh, this is how this should go. Mm-hmm. It's very in-your-face-with-the-violence, sort yeah. of. And then once it cuts back to the... To Kingpin's hand. Yeah, the current day, and Kingpin breaks another pen. He just shatters his pen. Yeah, he must have a lot of those. Um, <laughs> if he... That, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he needs Maybe like not. a steel pen or something that he can't break so easily. I think he would just bend it. And I like how he's got this... His facial expression changes ever so slightly, where... Mm-hmm. It's um, it's got this almost like nice slash sad like a I guess nostalgic would be the right thing um, yeah. of him just kind of like remembering his family and mm-hmm. then it changes to this sort of like he's like oh like once he sees Doc Ock's um, hand claw things <laughs> reaching <laughs> over the, the edge of the balcony he's like oh gotta look tough for her. And so yeah. he gets this like determined, scary look on his his face. 
I'm glad you brought up Liv's. Uh, how did Liv get up here? Because her arms aren't that long. Yeah, and like when we saw that pan out of the balcony, or it was very out, like it, it jutted out very far from the the edge of the cliff, I guess that they're on. And yeah. so, like, did she jump from? the like a tree up to there and then be like okay gotta catch my breath and then i'll climb up all nice and easily maybe maybe she used a tree but like we don't actually see where the (laughs) other arms are and i'm like how did she get up there she she pulled like a old cartoons or they just pulled the tree back a little bit and like let it shot and she she slingshot (laughs) herself up there um and then like grabbed onto the you know something lower in the cliff and just had to climb up a little bit and then she crawled over the edge yeah, and then when she comes back up, or when she's finally there, I don't know if you ever noticed this detail before. I never did. I just thought Tombstone immediately pulled the guns. Tombstone actually glances at Kingpin before he pulls the guns. Yeah. I never noticed that before. And then, like, later on in the minute, when Kingpin glances back over at Tombstone, like, how does Tombstone see that? <laughs> I Okay, I actually wrote down in my notes, can Tombstone see King's eyes? I'm like, can, like how? If he can. Does he have extra vision we don't know about? Yeah, What's going on like, here? <laughs> he's too far back and Kingpin's way too massive for him to be able to like, see like, that. There like There is no way you can see his head. <laughs> and it's not even like his head's like up on his shoulders. Like he's hunched over. Yeah, maybe like it was just a coincidence and Tombstone was just like, tired of being choked so he's like all right i'll put these away now like he was that was how long he was able to hold his breath <laughs> or, or, or maybe they're just on the same wavelength it's like yeah. you know what i know i'm vibing with him i'm vibing with him I yeah get it. <laughs> or or maybe there's like a just a person like strapped to kingpin's back who's actually giving him directions and it's just like he's just like <laughs> now and he's, it's just like a little like person like a little like a a baby carrier but on backwards and and he's just like waving there like wee but yeah it was a great little look over and then but doc ock doesn't notice it and not doesn't notice it she doesn't react until he pulls out the guns and then it's that like shoot over yeah and you know to to jump back a little bit back to there to lives (laughs) To Doc Ox and Kingpin's <laughs> um, conversation, I like how they were able to make her intimidating, even though she's so much smaller. Well, even though everyone's so much smaller than Kingpin, um, <laughs> but even like everyone's an ant compared to Kingpin. Yeah, um, they did a good job, like having her, you know, stand with the the tentacles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is really intimidating and. As as cool as her design is, I think a lot of the intimidation really does come from the voice actress. Yeah, and before we move on to her voice actress, since we forgot to do it when she was first introduced, <laughs> when there we was, got the whole reveal. There was a lot happening yeah, during we got the a reveal. Little excited. We got really distracted. <laughs> like, like, ooh, like, we got really into the reveal. <laughs> um, but I, I want to talk about her design again, mm-hmm. just a little bit more here, real quick. The giant beehive is, is what you want to talk about, right? Yes, definitely. That's exactly what it is. I knew it. I knew it. No, <laughs> I really like the way her tentacles just like kind of move a little bit constantly. Like they're always right? adjusting things, and like you, you can, it almost it feels like it's actually doing something. 
um, because it's like oh shifting for her weight and just like moving around ever so slightly and like the ends of mm-hmm. them kind of bounce around a little bit at times um, and it, it's just really cool instead of having like it it feels very like alive versus kingpin who's just yeah. like there and doesn't move at all except for like his mouth yeah i think we said this uh during the reveal but like her tentacles feel very organic like they feel like they're they're not just attachments to her they're almost like a part of her yeah you know what i mean it's a very cool effect like it it, it adds more to her yeah i i like it a lot and speaking of well yeah and then her voice actress also does a very good job here of balancing the like i think we touched on it before when she first came out or when when she did her first reveal but like that switch that she does from like kind of dopey scientist to very intimidating evil villain is like really really good yes and we, we we talked about it in the reveal like how such a good switch is this switch is probably not as strong or like as big but there's a great switch here because I, I need to talk about these lines they're amazing so first off she's very calm when she's you can tell she is not scared by kingpin which i love yeah yeah like she's like you're nothing to me of neither of them and she's like okay yeah, yeah i'm gonna you know it almost feels like the only reason she kind of goes up a little bit is so she doesn't have to look up I think that's honestly what it is I think it's just like look I don't want to strain my neck I don't know how long this conversation is going to be um it almost almost could be like this might be me looking a little too much into it but it's almost like a power move where it's like I'm not going to look up at you you're going to meet me at eye level yeah buster but what I love is she's very she speaks very calmly to kingpin like kingpin is clearly mad is like i killed spider-man why do i now have two why of did them I just see two of them and she's just very common like oh three actually but then this is amazing she does a positive spin on it yeah <laughs> she's like no no this is good it means my collider works like she's like a parent like trying to calm someone down almost she's like no think of the good things this means my collider works like calm down this is good. And then it gets really sinister. <laughs> and the music helps with this, especially at this line. And it's like, all we have to do is kill a couple of spiders. And I'm like, oh, I hate that. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. And like the way she says it is so, yeah. She's so, it's so nonchalant, calm. And the music behind it does this like, slight turn into a very sinister tone she, the, the actress just does such a good job at finding the the way to balance it and give this character such a cool dynamic compared to kingpin where i feel like kingpin is either well no that's not true he has layers to him too obviously but his deliveries i feel could kind of fall into like they're all almost sort of extremes in a way if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but and hers are much more, it's like, that could be goofy or sinister. And I don't like that I can't tell. And speaking of her voice actress, <laughs> uh, she's portrayed by Katherine Hahn, who had her first film role in 1999 in Flushed, 
where she just played the role of woman, uh, woman, but then had her breakout role in Crossing Jordan, playing the character Lily, and she appeared in the show alongside Aaron Davis's voice actor Mahershala Ali. Uh, she was in 104 of the 117 episodes in that, and then uh, she plays some other recurring characters throughout one of her more recent known i mean i guess this is only like this was like four years ago at this point but she played <laughs> uh jennifer barkley and parks and rec which was a, a recurring character in the latter seasons of that hmm. um and then most recently she played uh raquel in transparent for season she had a main role in seasons two and three and a recurring role in season one and she's been nominated for various uh television awards and acting awards for her work as a comedy actress in parks and rec afternoon delight transparent captain fantastic i love dick and private life which were all within the past six or so years and she has a number of you know, film credits as well, she said. Kills this role. Yeah, yeah, I really... I enjoy... the the. I've only seen her in Parks and Rec and this, mm -hmm. um, but I enjoy her in both. Like, in Parks and Rec, she also plays kind of a pseudo-villain, <laughs> pseudo-antagonist. Um, so she has a type. Yeah, it's this, like, you're... She's very pragmatic in that, the character she plays in that show. You're, like, not really supposed to like her, but she does a really good job of making you not like her in a good way. Yeah, in that, yeah, yeah. Um, You dislike the character, not the actress. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she's a... She does a good job in this. And, and, like, it's also really nice because it's one of those things where I didn't realize it was her until I looked at it. And then, like, you watch it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's totally her. But then, like... <laughs> 20 seconds later i like forget that it's her again so she yeah it's she does a good job of i feel like not sounding like her that's a sign of a great actor actually there is a there's a few actors that i feel can do that consistently some people are like oh i can't do that with that actor i'm like i always see the actor i'm like okay i get it but for me one of them is actually tom hiddleston for me yeah uh, this this voice actress does such a good job with with live and, and doc ock in general that like this might be my favorite iteration of Doc Ock. Yeah, and one of the, like, um, I was watching some of the other just behind-the-scenes stuff, mm -hmm. and one of the things they said in that that I hadn't realized before was that um, they actually had a male Doc Ock for the first, like, year of production. Really? And then they switched it to ha having her be female. Um, and Did they say why? No. no, I don't know if it just wasn't really working with him or not, but uh, I, th I, I like this iteration of it of the character. I wonder if maybe like you know what, well, let's some, something's something's not fitting right. Let's try something, and maybe it just clicked. Yeah, I mean, like it could have been one of those things where like they didn't find like a voice actor right away, mm -hmm. but then someone was like, well, well, what if we had Catherine do it? Because mm -hmm. uh, that seemed to be kind of a recurring thing that they kept saying was just like oh yeah we just like you know called so and so up and was like hey you want to do this and they were like sure <laughs> um, so it could have you know I, I could see them doing something like that being like oh maybe if we get her in mm -hmm. we can get get her to um yeah work on that yeah if if we get any 
sequel to this movie. I hope, and and if Liv is in it, I mean, who knows? I hope so. I want to see more of this version of Doc Ock. Yeah, I kind of want her backstory. I don't even like. Yeah, like I, I don't even know if I fully like. I don't even know if I want a full backstory. Like I almost kind of want like a Joker vibe with her in the sense that like she ne- she like keeps changing her backstory. I feel like she'd be that. Yeah. <laughs> or like she'll change like the little details here and there just to see if you're like keeping up. I also like kind of in that sort of intimidating factor as well when Kingpin like turns around and leaves after she you know tells mm-hmm. him everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how she's just like. She looks a little silly floating there. <laughs> like, really? Like it's a little silly, but like, and I, I don't know. I think like if I was there in person, I would be terrified. It's a mix between like cool and, and silly. Like if you just kind of like glance at it still, it like in a still, it's just a little like weird how she's just kind of like hanging there. <laughs> okay. But like okay. when she's in mean. motion, it's it's intimidating. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's that's just what when it you look at a still image of it. Slight, <laughs> it's yeah. just like oh, she's just okay. kind of there. Um, okay, I get what you mean. But I also like she has her like that villain hand clasp where it's like yes. oh, just her fingertips are <laughs> touching each other. <laughs> and and that's like our collider and i'm like oh yeah she's like, <laughs> she's like oh, oh boy you did do not turn on me and it's like she, she, she's more like watch it yeah and i'm like oh again like she does not fear kingpin and i love that yeah like she says it doesn't really care if he hears it or not yeah it's like kind of under her breath but also not really yeah <laughs> like she's ready to throw hands if he turns back around and I'm glad you're, I just, this is my last note, but I really want to bring it up. And I love that you kind of brought it up. When Kingpin turns away, we don't see him fully turn. Yeah, it's he starts to turn <laughs> and then they cut to seeing his face again. And I think a big reason for that is that I don't think anyone wants to they see They don't Kingpin want us to see from... the little person, the, 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 the person attached to his <laughs> back. Mr. Reeseeks. Uh, <laughs> they don't want to see the no. That's it. No, it's just, I think it would be very weird. First off, I don't know if they fully knew like how wide he was from profile. Well, it's it was one of those things where they keep like they make him however big he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't like have a consistent size. Yeah. In the movie, like, or like, like he doesn't have a predefined anim- size. Yeah, like the beast in the animated version of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. But um, yeah, th- but we never see him from profile, and I'm like, I feel like that would be really disturbing. <laughs> I also think that would take away from him a bit. Like, right? it, it makes him more intimidating whenever, like, mm-hmm. every time we see him, he's not really fully in shot. For the most part, never, there's a couple. Yeah. That doesn't always happen, but... This um, is one of the few times where he's, like, fully in shot. The one last thing I wanted to touch on was just the page turn to oh, the bus yes. that we get at the very end. I forgot about that again. Yeah, and it's, like, again, such a cool transition like Mm -hmm. it's nice too that they don't have the like page turning sound effect it's just like oh a page turns yeah and it's like another really cool transition that they they use here that i I really like yeah it's such a nice transition i think it's the only time they use this transition That, that i can remember yeah that i can remember we might see it later um or we're forgetting from a previous minute yeah it is i know it hasn't come up in a previous minute yeah, but it it's such a cool it's just cool. I say cool too much, but I, it really it really is. It's such a it's smooth and it does feel like 
don't know, this is a very like comic book moment, I guess, where it's like you find out the motivations of the the bad guy, the villain, yeah. Then you're like, oh my gosh! Like I, I know when I get to that point in comic books, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is, what's, what's gonna happen? And you turn the page, and it's a completely different scene, and you're like, eh. it, it feels just like that. Like, okay, we gave you the the villains bit, so let's go back to our heroes. So that was the last thing I had to say. Good thing to end on. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for joining us today. Join us on Wednesday as we find out who's on this mysterious bus thanks for listening bye